Hello guys and welcome to episode 13 of the Blue Co Project podcast. I'm your host Matt back for another wonderful podcast and we are going a bit old school at the moment, not planned just because Carlito is asleep. Um having the Bakayoko performance right now. Um but I am joined by my wonderful co-host Jesters. Jesters, how are you feeling, man? Well, I'm feeling energized. Uh, you know, we put a role together in the Premier League at home at least. Uh so yeah, I'm 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 kind of excited. I had to get up early just like every other American. Some of us have a little bit more to them, a little bit more hut spot to them. We don't need to take naps down here in Texas. Maybe people in other parts of the country need to take naps. I don't know. I'm just saying we we grow them different down here. Yes, well, a certain person decides that he does need to take a nap 45 minutes before the pod starts, but, you know, couldn't be any better timing. It is what it is. Um, we, As you said, Texans and British, we don't do naps. Uh, clearly, wherever Carlito's from, do do naps, but we'll get right into it. I mean, Chelsea back winning ways, 1-0 against Fulham. Maybe not the prettiest result on paper, but performance-wise, dominant. Fulham didn't really contribute too much, bar one Levi Carwell uh, mess up as usual, but it is what it is. Um, the man can't defend. Um, Jesters, what did you think of the game overall? Yeah, overall, look, uh, <laughs> it's ex- it's nice to see us come out on the front foot and not lose the first half. You know, in our previous few game- matches, even though we've won, we've lost the first half. Um, for the most part, been outplayed. And then they make tactical changes and we nip it at the end. Well, this time we actually came out and played from, you know, from the jump. Um, and it was probably one of the better performances I've seen this team play this year as overall as a whole. Uh, you still can pull out performances that were not Chelsea level. And we will definitely do that. I'm speaking to you, Mr. Uh, Connor, I need to run around the whole pitch and leave positionally and put my my uh, fellow teammates in danger because I'm never in position. Gallagher. Uh, Raheem, I'm 29 years old and should be in the prime of my career, but I look like an old lady in a dress. <laughs> I, you know, I, some of these players, we just need to, to, to stop the nonsense and say, you're not good enough for Chelsea Football Club. It's time to go. Uh, we're looking for the top 1% of 1%. We're not looking for, oh, you were good at, at uh, Liverpool uh, 10, 15 years ago. So maybe not 10 or 15 years ago, but you understand what I'm saying. Uh, yes. It's just it's just not good enough from some people. And uh, the players that we all want to see on the pitch to replace some of those players are not get it, getting minutes. Uh, why can't Medweke play at right wing and put Cole Palmer in the Gallagher position? Um, why can't Mudrick come on a substitution when 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 Raheem Sterling, the only thing he did was feel, feel contact and go down in the box? That's the only positive he was on offense. Every time he got the ball, he either lost it or didn't make the correct pass. It's it's just enough is enough. Um you have to, you know, you have to understand that some of these players, whether they're old enough and they have the experience, you know, that's the thing. We need experienced players. Well, I'm sorry. I don't care 
where you're from, what you look like, what God you pray to, and what your age is. You can either you're either good enough for Chelsea Football Club or you are not good enough for Chelsea Football Club. I don't care what your age is. All of these players have played for over a decade. I don't care. They've all been in uh, academies. They've all been in advanced uh, squads when they were younger because they showed talent. And we're we're acting like this that the, these play that uh, these younger players were uh, working at the grocery store last week, and this is the first time they've touched pitch. No, you're either good enough or you're not. Connor Gallagher, not good enough. Raheem Sterling, not good enough anymore. Armando Brogia, not good enough at this level. I'm going to leave Caldwell out today because he actually played well for the first time. I can actually say, hey, you had a good game, both defensively and offensively. He actually went forward and did some stuff at that. I know he's not perfect on defense, but it's the best performance he's put in defensively all year. But I, I, you know, enough of this dilly-dallying around and and just going, not going at people when they need to be gone at. Sterling is not good enough. Gallagher is not good enough. Broge is not good enough. Chappell is not good enough. Uh, you know, for me, it's Caldwell. You got the rest of this this last half of the year to see if you're actually going to be good enough. If you're not out the door too, because I don't care what passport you have in your back pocket. All I care about is what you can do for my team. End of story on that. I'm I'm just done with it. Yeah, and I mean, it's very, yeah, I mean, I I can understand. I think there there are just players that aren't good enough. Um, Gallagher has gone back to. Gallagher of old, yeah, he's 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 okay off the ball, but positional. I I I I I prefer my players that are good off the ball to actually keep some semblance of position, which Gallagher doesn't. Um, and creativity, every time he gets the ball, he slows it down. It's no surprise the penalty when it was actually when we got the penalty, Gallagher wasn't involved in any of the move. It was probably one of the first times that Gallagher wasn't involved in the move, and lo and behold, we score from it. There was a position in the second half where Gallagher had the ball, could have easily passed it to Madueke, who was would have been in and didn't. Um, took an extra touch, ruined it, and then the attack came to nothing. Um, I mean, Carl will. I, I I will I will I will agree that this was a better performance, but. I still argue that if Tom Kearney had his shooting boots on, that sh- that opportunity in the first half, um, where effectively he's completely just left, uh, he's got he's gone into right centre back. He's not even into the left centre back position. He was in right centre back position um, and just left Kearney at, at the back post completely. Um, but Colwell attackingly, I can understand, was a bit better. Um, but yeah, there, there are just some players that are not good enough. And I, I hear the idea that you can have more experience. But I'd argue, actually, it's the experience, some of the experienced players, i.e. Sterling, that are not playing good enough. They're probably what is probably one of the worst performers in the team. Gallagher has been in football 
football teams for he's had three or four loans he's had two or three loan spells now and been in the side for two years so that's that's a fair amount of footballing experience in terms of in the English league and he's not good enough um there are there there are the more experienced players are not are actually not good enough so experience is not the be all and end all of this team um but it is what it is i mean can't rant too much about uh, a win and a win that actually does take us i think we're eighth but i think because yes. brighton are as brighton played one less game so that means they're seventh because their goal difference is less than us but for some reason um, i i, I thought know. their goal difference was up Oh no, they're uh, up one. I read it wrong. Yeah, it was minus five. So if Brighton do lose, then we can go we, seventh. We Obviously, can go seventh if results. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Man United have got Tottenham, Newcastle have got City. So the results that are quite teams are going to drop points around us. So um, it shows that actually we're not that far. We're far away from top four, but I don't expect us to get top four anyway. Um, but we're not too far away from the thick of Europe in general. Um, and I think I read a stat saying we're actually with seven, seven unbeaten at home. So we're not doing as terrible as people think. And I think there is a, as Carlito would say, there's a shouting match going on on YouTube to see who can be, the, who can be most potch out at the moment. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, but um Let's go into the game. I mean, let's talk about my man the match uh, of the game. I don't know if it's your man the match, but uh, you could probably p- pick either of the two in midfield. Enzo Fernandez. Um, everyone's been moaning about how Enzo Fernandez has been misprofiled, um, and maybe they have a point because he he played a bit deeper today and he showed a bit more of the true Enzo, didn't he? Oh, definitely. So Enzo is a, a deep lying playmaker. Um, if you're going to pick a, a recent Chelsea player that he reminds me of, it would be Cesc Fabregas, right? Um, he does lack a little bit of, of top-end pace, elite pace, right, that you want from a, a deep-lying playmaker, you know, to recover. But the the passing side, yes, he had a few stinkers. If you're passing that much, sometimes it's not going to come off. It just is what it is. I mean, but, we said that about Ziyech. Ziyech... Um, when you when you are when you're a passer that's passing a lot, you're gonna you're gonna make mistakes eventually. Not every pass is gonna be right, but I'd rather you make mistakes and go for the more audacious stuff. Um, the difference is you've still got to have a decent enough percentage, and probably is yes, lost the ball every time. But at least right. Venzo, there's still a high percentage of passing rate. It's just there is some misplaced passes, which is natural. I mean, Gallagher makes a misplaced pass every five minutes, but. Uh, it is what it is, but, but yeah, he's proper Chelsea. Yeah, and I think with the, even with the lack of pace, I think it, it's all about a system to accommodate that. You look at someone like Cesc Fabregas. Cesc Fabregas wasn't a fast player. He was quite slow in terms of running and didn't really like to run at all. Um, but you had someone like Matic next to him who was able to cover for the cover the ground of Enzo a little bit um, and do the dirty work. Um, which I think Caicedo can more than happily do, even though he is also quite good with the ball. Um, but um, and I, I think today kind of showed that partnership a little bit more. Um, I keep seeing this weird criticism that apparently Caicedo's had a very bad season, which I don't know whether you agree with me, but I don't really see where Caicedo has had a stinker of a season. 
No, it hasn't been great, but it hasn't been bad. I mean, I, I, there's room for improvement for everybody. That's why we are in the position that we are in, right? Yeah. Moises Caicedo has been no worse than every any other Chelsea player. Um, I, I actually think he's probably been one of the better ones out of most. Sure, probably, think- probably, probably if you averaged everything out, he would be above average. Mm-hmm. Um, however... You know, people look at what he did at Brighton and they, they haven't seen that guy. Of course, he's probably playing a different role than he was at Brighton. And um, he, you have to adjust to the players around you. And if you don't if you're not in a team with a consistent lineup week in, week out, how are you meant to build chemistry within the team? So this is this is where even though I, I don't read Pochettino as our manager, this is where I do give him a pass is name how many lineups have been the same week in, week out. Maybe two weeks in a row there's the same lineup. But more than that, it changes because injuries uh, uh, have been a part of our season. And I don't – I'm looking at the uh, starting lineup today. Ambrosia was injured. I think Sterling's been injured this year. And Uh, for – Enzo's been out. I think Caicedo's had a knock. Caldwell's had a knock. Gusto's been out. Gusto's had a knock. Desati's had a knock. So there's one, two, maybe three, four players that started today that's been available for every game that we've been playing. And even even Petrovic to a point of he's not been injured, but he he has been known as second choice, whether he deserves to be that from now on. But... We, we, right. we, there is there is a ridiculous amount of injuries and to r- many players and I think if you could, when, when you when you bring in the amount of players that you have into the side rightly or wrongly you do need a bit of stability in terms of stuff like injuries so if you had a stable team that's played with each other for years and years more injuries isn't going to affect you as much because you still know each other when you already don't know each other having the amount of injuries we've had is going to have an effect on no no surprise style of play. But I don't think people really understand that too often. Uh, they just glaze over it like it's just an excuse. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's an excuse, but it is context you have to take into a point of why the season's not gone as it is. No, it, it, you just have to play the hand that you're dealt, right? Yeah, everybody, oh, yeah of course. Everybody wants to be dealt a full house, but sometimes you have to... You have to win the pot with a, a pair of, pair of uh, deuces, right? And we got a whole lot of deuces in, in the team right now. And if you don't know, I, I, I'm referring to the other thing you call number two, and that's poo-poo. We've had a lot of poo-poo this year. And uh, what we've done is just sit there and said, oh, well, there's poo-poo. We can't, we can't win. Let's just sit there and take in the fumes and, and complain about it. Look, teams have to – Anything, anybody anywhere in life, when they're dealt a bad hand, they have to overcome, right? You can only use it for an excuse for so long, and then you go, okay, well, have other teams had injuries this year? Sure. Have they had the extent of the injuries we've had? No. So, uh, so do you, how far, how long do you let that excuse run until you say, okay, well, yes, these players have been injured, but they've been injured most of the year, so... Why can't we do it with the team that you've had for the majority of the year? That will come. To, there will be a point in time that happens where you go, okay, yes, 
but Nkunku's been injured all year. You've not had him at all. So you can't sit there and say, well, it was Nkunku. If we would have had him, well, you don't know what he's going to look like in the Premier League because he's kicked, what, a couple balls in, what, two games in the Premier League this year? If that. So you don't know what he would be. So to say that if we would have had Nkunku, our season would have been different. That's nice to say on paper, and even I've said it. But is it really true? Is that one guy going to 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 compensate for the utter dross that this team has been putting out all year? I don't think so. I don't I don't think that one one player. It's not like he's Adam Hazard or he's uh, Didier Drogba or, or Prime Frank Lampard. None of those players are coming back. Zola. Zola's not coming back either. These are the players that are here now. This is the ownership that owns the team for the next 10 years. Okay? So you can either complain every match about the ownership and they don't know what they're doing, even though we not only have one, but we have two sporting directors. Um, It is what it is. Uh, I think people just like to complain because they're miserable. Yeah, of course. Uh, too many, most British people are just naturally miserable. Um, I mean, I do understand your point with Nkuku. I, I do, I would counter that in the fact that I, I think it's not, uh, Nkuku on his own isn't a problem, but I think you look at Nkuku, add Reese James into the pot, add someone like Carly Chukameko, who would just be straight away to Gallagher as an automatic upgrade in terms of off the ball work, someone that is going to work off the ball, but keep a positional sense um, in that position, if that's what you want in the team. Um, you've got um, a multitude, I mean, Ben Chilwell, hopefully at left back next time, not at left wing. Um, I think there's there's upgrades across the pitch. You put a couple of these players in, it, it changes the team fairly dramatically. Um, but it is it is what it is. You've got to deal, deal the hands you've dealt. And even then, we're, we're still in grasp of getting some sort of Europe. Um, it might not be the Europe everyone wants, but pickers can't be choosers in a league where there are 10, 12 good teams in this division, um, all fighting for that European place. Um, so it is what it is. Um, what, what did, we'll go to the Chilwell part, because I think that's, that's, that's the part that everyone is still ranting about on, uh, on online. Obviously, Chilwell comes in finally, happy to have him back. That gets stuck. That gets put at left wing. Was you particularly bothered about that? Um, do you think that's a sign of what Posh could do in the future, or do you think that was just want to conserve the lead or just put an extra defender on the pitch? Well, it's funny you, that you mentioned that because that's the exact conversation I was having with Carlito before he took his nap. Um, and he said, and I will give Poch the benefit of the doubt this time. But if I see Chilwell consistently playing at left wing, uh, the potch out calls are going to grow even stronger. This this cat is not a left wing. He said that he made that substitution purely for defensive reasons, to add extra defense on that side. Now, I can see where you're trying to hold on to a a one-goal lead, you would do that. So I will give you a pass this time. But if it starts to happen on the regular, we're going to have to have some conversations because this guy once played Lionel Messi at DM. I'm going to say it one more time. 
Lino Messi at DM. Sorry, but some some things are fireable, sackable offenses on the spot. If I owned PSG, that dude would have made it out of that game. I would have fired him at halftime. It's just some things you don't do. You do not play a a fullback slash wingback at a winging position. Because what people most people do not understand is when players play in their youth, everybody wants to play offense. Nobody wants to play defense. The reason players are fullbacks and not attacking players is because they do not have what it takes to be an attacker in professional football. Prime example that everybody wants at this club is Alfonso Davies. The reason he plays left back for Bayern is he can't beat out any winger they have on that team. He's not good enough in attack. So you got talent, you got you got, you got speed. Let's find a position where we can hide your defensive liabilities. Well, fullback, you can do that. You know, to a certain extent. You, it's just it's one of those things that people go, oh, you know, this this position, this that position, and we're looking at the way, and everybody goes and looks at Pep. Well, Pep does it. Well, I'm sorry. When you win the amount of titles and had the CV that Pep Guardiola has, you can do those things and get away with them. Plus, with the players he has, they're not the same players we have, right? Nathan Ake has played left back as much as he played center back in the Premier League. Um, was playing left back last year for Leipzig. They both have what it takes to play both positions. Not every Levi Caldwell is not a left back, and it is a detriment to him to continue to play him there because people will start judging him on the performances at left back, and they aren't great. So uh, I know it's fitness, and we 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 have we have to understand that. But if Chilwell is back fit. He needs to be short. Plus, he's our vice captain, and should start because our captain is having the same surgery that that Chilwell just came back from. So, I know this is kind of a long rant, but uh, I'm gonna I'm giving him a pass today because we won. And okay, he can say it was for defensive purposes, but this cannot be a consistent thing going forward. That's what I have on the chill up there. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I think I'm not, but I, I, at the moment I'm I'm not potch out. Um, but I, I I'm 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 not someone that is not I'm not afraid to criticise Pochettino and on decisions. And this will be a major one. If if I, I've defended him in certain situations of, I can see the reason of why he's done it in certain places. I can understand not playing I can understand just fitting Colwell into there at the moment because he is uh, out of all the, I, 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 to play on that left side I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to put Badishile there you, you definitely don't want to put Silver at left back um, 
So that in terms of a left-sided player, I can understand why Carwell's been shafted in there. I repeat, Matson is not a, a, a left-back. He's a wing, as, as we've said multiple times, he's a wing-back at best. Um, and what do you want to do? Go down to the academy and bring in Dylan, Dylan Williams. That, that, that that's just, if you want a left, if you want a proper left back, that's what we've that's what we would have had to have done. Um, but I agree. Now Chilwell is fit and back. I understand if, if he's on the bench, you're bringing him on as a defensive substitution. I can understand that for that for today. Um, but if, as you said, if he continues playing, then that's going to be something that ticks me off. And if he carries on ticking me off, then obviously my my opinion on his future is going to change. Um, but we will have to wait and see um, for that. I mean, we'll talk about the goal scorer, um, Cole Palmer. Um, I think that's nine goals now and seven assists. Um, I know some of them are penalties, people keep saying, but we still have to score the penalties. Um, and he scores them very well. And arguably, he was the one that put Sterling into that position in the first place to get the penalty. Um, what did you think of Cole Palmer's overall performance today? Just as you're on mute. Oh. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Ah. That's, yeah, that's happened. You more really time. pulled a Carlito there. Yeah, I know, but at least I showed up, right? Yeah, I, I mean, for a second, I, I thought, are, are you just sleeping? Have you just fallen asleep from my uh, rambling on? Hey. Well, you know, you were doing a good job. Why inter- interrupt perfection, right? <laughs> it was a perfect take, ramble. I'll, I don't get I don't get much compliments from you, so I'll take that. I'll take that. Take oh. him, so yeah, I I actually think he's on eleven goals and seven assists this year. Is it eleven now? I think in all competitions. All competitions. I think I think I saw the league one, which might have been nine goals. Yeah, I, I think he's got two, and I think one in the FA Cup and one in the. No, he doesn't have one in the FA. I think it's two in the Carabao. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what it is. So whatever. I mean, for forty-five million, hey, you want to talk about these hundred million pound midfielders we brought in? Cole Palmer's forty-five mil. Hell of a business deal right there. Um, you know, we had a good meal, food was good, came back with Cole Palmer. Yeah, he looks like Eddie from the Ed Ed and Eddie, but dude plays like. Uh, I don't know, Robin maybe. I'm trying to compare well, him to somebody. Well, you 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 had a Carlito before he's gone on his nap, and maybe maybe after saying this, maybe he should be going on a nap. He started mentioning Kevin De Bruyne, which I wouldn't. Ah, go yeah, I wouldn't go I'm not going there. No, I mean, I, 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 now I can understand why Carlito went for a nap. Maybe he should yeah. go on a nap. I thought I was the one getting old and losing. Uh, some 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 uh, sonality there. Maybe may, maybe it's not. <laughs> maybe not. I think I think I passed it along to Carly. I'm not going to bring Kevin De Bruyne's name up ever uh, until you start bringing home titles. Uh, I th- I'll say Robin right now, but the dude the dude is good. I mean, he's two footed for a left footer. He can't play balls with his right foot, uh, which you have to have to be good. You have to be able to go right. And left, you have to cut in and go down the line as well. But uh, you know, right now he looks like 
if anything, if if somebody's going to score or or create something, it's going to be one Cole Palmer. Um, if Enzo's not the one dropping balls down behind, then it's going to be Cole Palmer from the front line um, causing havoc. Because obviously you're not going to get that from Sterling now. You want him with the ball in the box. You do not want him with the ball outside the box because his his buildup play is just not there anymore. So if it's not Cole Palmer, who is it? It's going to be him. Now, that, that's going to change. I think uh, Chukameka at the 10 will give us more from that position. Of course, Nkunku at the 10 would give us more from that position and pro- maybe share some of the the buildup play. But, uh, yeah, right now the signing of the season, play, player of the season uh, is Cole Palmer, and which means he will not get in Garrett South, Southgate's team. He's playing too well. He won't get there. Yes. It, Saka, Saka will start over Cole Palmer. Oh yeah, he won't. It, I mean, Saka, it, it, Saka might, if he's lucky, get in the um, in, on the bench or in the squad. But you know, Southgate's gonna, um, he's gonna just play. He's just gonna play his usual players. He'll probably, he'll probably bring Sterling back and drop Palmer. No, 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 Southgate. Um, well, it is. It is what it is. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I agree. I think De Bruyne is a very uh, stretch of a comparison um, from Carlito, but um, I think he's he's been fantastic this season. I think, especially because we weren't exactly expecting a lot from Palmer. Um, we, you would all, you, I think some people were almost expecting a slightly more expensive Chukwemeka in terms of maybe not first team role builds into the team but arguably at the most at the moment especially with Nkuka being out you can't drop Palmer um I know he had a few misses against uh Middlesbrough that weren't good enough but at least with Palmer I know that that is a, that isn't usually a Palmer that's a one-off um and I I'm not I, I, I won't slag him off as much as I will other players that do it every week in week out like Sterling um but yeah, I mean, I, I was happy with his performance today. Um, I think sometimes we can just get, I think we can still get more out of Cole Palmer. Um, and that's a bit more of the perfectionist than me, but even the best players in the team have still got to improve on their game. And I'm sure Cole will try and improve on that, and he will. Um, but hopefully Poch can actually um, get the best out of him himself and, you use his what we what we always said at the beginning his way to build players up and get him into a position where he's one of the best players in the world one of the best players in the side um but we'll have to wait and see on that um is there anyone else just as that you felt uh deserves a shout out from this today's game oh yeah oh sure enzo i thought enzo was brilliant again um People need to understand that Enzo Fernandez is probably the best deep line playmaker in the world right now, and he will be for years. Um, if you think that you have a, a name that's better, bring it up. We can debate it. But for me, Enzo's brilliant. I thought Gusto had a really good game. I think he's starting to gain more confidence. Uh, there was a lot of times he should have been found on the overlap and wasn't sometimes that is because when you have an inverted winger when they turn inside they don't see the the full back overlapping 
But there was many times that Cole came in that he could have just slipped him in. And, of course, there could have been a cross across the box. And if a striker was making a proper run and you left wing was making a proper run to the back post and Broyo was making the correct run to the front post, that would be a chance to score a goal. Of course, the runs never happened in the ball and it was never played correctly. But you can see he's starting to gain some confidence. And to have two saucy right backs, name a team that doesn't matter what right back they have on the pitch, the deliveries are going to be class. There's not one. We're starting to develop that with Reese James and Gusto. Uh, I think the future's bright for him. I thought the, Sassy, the pairing of DeSassi and Tiago Silva played well today. They actually covered for one another. Um, and and I can remember, was it Tiago that made a run? I think it was Tiago that made a run forward. And even when DeSassi did, a midfielder or a back dropped into his position to cover for him. That is something we have not seen, is some rotation to feel when people get out of the position. That I haven't seen. So uh, for me, uh, I think that it's maybe some of the chemistry starting to come together, but I am not uh, I'm not there yet. So but uh, there, there's certain pe- people that have raised their games. I thought Caicedo had a brilliant game today. I thought Caldwell had his best game. Petrovic made good two good saves that kept us uh, with a clean sheet. I think that uh, as far as saving. Um, you know, making saves. I don't think that you can find very much better than him. He he anticipates the one that he saved that was a, a front post shot. I think it was Harry Wilson. That the ball went all the way across. It switched from one side to the other. And he followed this ball switch across and was in position when the shot came in. That is what you want to see from a keeper. You know, I played that position, not at a high, high level. Only high school. But I got trained by people who knew what they were doing, were professionals. And they impart that knowledge where you track the ball correctly. If you are you if you position yourself correctly as a keeper, that is 90 percent of the job. Right, because if you're in the right place, cutting down angles, it makes it infinitely more difficult for a shot to go in. And, you, you know. And if somebody beats you from those positions, you just have to take your hat off. Shot was better than than the defense. And there's nothing you can do about that. But at least he's in the correct position. Um, his distribution's not bad. Maybe something to work on still. But uh, I'm not worried about the keeping position right now. Because we also have, and you would know this, but not many people. The keeper we have loaned on loan in the Belgian league is leading the league in saves, I believe. You yeah, might well, want to check me on. I, I will I will add context. He is he is playing for one of the worst teams in the division, so he is getting a lot of work for it. But I I have um I have a few col- uh contacts in who who watch Belgian football all day. They have po- they do podcasts on it and I've specifically asked them on uh, Gabby Salina's progress and they said that looks a good goalkeeper team wise if you looked at the table he's in one of the worst teams 
but that and has conceded a lot of goals, but that doesn't reflect on him. That reflects on the players around him. But um, look, he say they say it looks like a very good loan um, and probably needs a bit of a step up in loan next time. So that that that's what I'll give on Gabby Salina. So well, he's twenty. So you have to say say that 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 uh, if we're looking at that that position, you have what Sanchez is twenty five. And Petrovic is those are some young keepers. Um, I think Sanchez might be a stopgap to see if Petrovic, one of Petrovic or Arcelina, come good. Uh, hopefully they do, um, because to go get an established keeper nowadays, you're going to have to peel off quite a few bills on that one. Um, and there's not really, <laughs> if you talk about elite keepers. Everybody else, most everybody else has one that's a step down from elite. Even Man City, Ederson is not elite. He is a step below, a tier below elite. That's why Allison starts from Brazil and Ederson doesn't. They don't even, it's not even like, oh, I'm going to start this game, you'll start the next. No, Allison's Brazil's number one. He's better than Ederson. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, that position, I think, is pretty well uh, filled right now. Um, I thought DeSassi played well. He has had a problem with misplacing some passes. He might have had one or two today. But I thought he he looked very, very good. And he is an absolute beast. When you're playing a physical uh, striker, he can hold the physical striker up. Uh, you, Raul Jimenez is not a small man. And he knows every dirty trick in the book. To pin his players, pin in behind, and I thought both Desasi and Thiago Silva played well against him. Uh, there was a one time that, uh, I think it was twice that Thiago had, you know, Thiago followed him one time and then cut, cut, cut a card for the second one. But everybody, like I said, everybody played well. Um, there was a few players that were a little bit below average, but the rest of the team, hey, average or above, above average or above, except for you know Gallagher, I gave an average. Um, let's see what else I can give an average to. Broya was average. Um, Sterling was average. Who else? But everybody else, I, else I thought played above what I've seen them play recently. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think one of the points I wanted to jump in with is the silver, the sassy partnership. I think actually. I've always said for me that they're, they're my two starting centre backs, um, unless anything changes dramatically, i.e., how Wesley Fofana comes back, um, because centre backs, it, it, it's it's all about partnerships. You've got to have. It's not you you you, you could put the best two centre backs together in a team, but that doesn't mean they play well together. Um, and you've got to almost complement each other's flaws. Um, and I think actually if you, you look at the partnerships between each players, um, Silver and Assassi look the strongest. Um, they look like they're most intact. Um, there are there are times when they're not, but I, I don't help. I don't think it helps when some of the fullbacks are not great, um, or when you put Gallagher into defensive midfield. But that so I think that might be more of the problem more than anything. But I think like you look at someone like the perfect example, Badi Shile, Silver. Um, Arguably, people would say are two best centre backs in quality, 
Paddy doesn't seem react well playing next to Silver, and that's where some of his mistakes come from um, in the games that he played. Um, people pin it onto Silver, people pin it onto Sassi. Uh, sorry, Sassi, Paddy Shule, but I think it's more just that the partnership with them two just doesn't work well together, and maybe a bit. Maybe a Badia Shule Cole partnership, a Badia Shule Fafana partnership eventually might be a better partnership. Who knows? Fafana might come in and Silver Fafana might be by far the best partnership. Uh, and I think that's the one, that's the most important thing that you've got to have between centre backs. Um, so that's why I, I would at the moment start to Sassy and Silver every time in terms of the actual big games that matter. Um, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. I mean, yeah, I, I think Brozier. I think he's just he's just got to play as many games as he can before he gets sold because I think eventually he will be out the door. I think Chelsea Football Club are just trying to find the right time, right place to sell him, which I imagine will probably be in the summer. Um, or beforehand, depending on how FFP issues uh, carry on. Um, moving on, kind of obviously spoke probably enough about uh, the Fulham game, uh, apart from just talk about semantics um we've got a little bit of a break um but we've got a, a big game to focus on uh middlesbrough at home we're one nil down thanks to uh, a very terrible performance in midweek um jesters do you think we get through this this tie unscathed or do you think we'll see the same result again at Stamford bridge no look we're, not, we're a different team when we play at home if if you can't see that you're blind it's not, I mean, it is, and it is measurably better at home than away. Uh, so, I no, I think we get it over the line. It'll probably be 2-0 at home, 3-0 at home. Uh, if we score early, which we should have the, the last game, it will be a blowout. If we score early, it will be a blowout. Um, it'll be 4-5. And everybody goes, well, how do you figure that from what we saw last last match? Well, um, it's going to be a totally different match because it's at Stanford Bridge and not at Millsboro. That's a huge difference. And if you don't understand that, you haven't been watching this this season. And when when you have a team that is not gelled, with, you know, that that is younger. They do play better at home than they will away. I mean, this is not a shock to anybody. If you've ever watched a sport ever in your life, that's why it's called home field advantage. That's why it's a thing. Although with our crowd being as quiet as a freaking library, it's not much of one. I was I was going to mention that. You're welcome. Well, I don't live there. I can't get in trouble. You do. <laughs> what are you going to say? Oh, I'm going to go to Texas and get that guy. No, nope. I don't think you will. But yeah, the fans are, 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 are yeah, the fans are a disgrace sometimes. I've I've heard I've heard louder, louder conversations in a library. It's really bad. Yeah, it's not it's not great with the fan base, um, and that's why I, I I understand that when 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 situations aren't great, you can arguably you can 
motivation isn't going to be there. But at the end of the day, you are that that that's what they always say in football. There, there is such a thing as a twelfth fan, and I'm not having that. Um, the fans, especially of how quiet it was today, it was borderline dreadful um, for a lot of a lot of people um, today uh, on that on, on in in the stands. Um, I think sometimes we've got to look at us, ourselves as fans, and we should be ashamed of ourselves. Um, whether it's fans with just ridiculous opinions and believing ridiculous things from journalists week in week out, or your or the fans that are just ridiculous by nature um in terms of not not cheering on the team just because we're having a bad run of form that's when sometimes the players sometimes when you um the fans are needed the most to try and pick these players up um but no we just want to slag them off um and just not 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 help these guys out at all um which i just think is just borderline ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm fed up of arguing it because, as you said, it you get people that are very um, defensive about it. If that's the nice, if that's the probably the kind way to put it. Um, so I just I don't bother getting into these debates anymore with people. Did did hey Matt? Did you ever watch South Park? Yeah, show South Park. Okay. Did you ever see the episode where? They were talking about uh, illegals, and they were saying they took our job. They took our job, and they were all yes, mad sir. about it. Okay, that is a lot of the people in Chelsea fan base. These owners, these owners, they took our our Chelsea. They took our Chelsea. I'm tired of hearing it. Okay, um, they they think that. Every year under Roman was great. I don't think that's the case. We lost to Bradford under Roman. I've 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 battered this drum so often. I mean, the lack of um, the lack of kind of having a, ha, going at these uh, at ropes over Roman seasons um, when they were dire was just ridiculous. Um, I mean, it's like 16, 17 compared to this. Windows don't get mentioned enough compared to how some of these bowling windows do. Um, and I mean, yeah, yeah, the results are great, but and the position, like people say, oh, we're 12th, and we were never 12th under Roma. I'm like, yeah, but arguably there were under Roma, there were only four or five good teams at best. Whereas now we've got multiple multiple good teams we've, we've arguably got as i said 10 12 teams that are good enough to, to in the old days get in europe um so yeah, i i i don't know I, I don't know what to say about the, uh some of the fans and i think the south park reference you are completely right there um with the majority of them um going back to kind of the middlesbrough situation i do, I do think we're um we will be, we will be, we will win. I don't, I don't think we'll completely smash them. Uh, and I think that they will play defensive, of course. But I think you will see a cutting edge at Stamford Bridge, and it come out of a stat that I, I saw just before coming on. We, we, we've, we've seven games unbeaten at Stamford Bridge, um, which I was a bit surprised to see. Um, but um, 
thinking about it logically actually i'm not too surprised at all um because we have we have won and got at least some draws in, in some games i think we, we will get through we'll get to the final um and then in the final anything can happen i don't think this liverpool team is that strong fulham showed them at midweek arguably if fulham had a bit, bit of better shooting boots on they could have beat liverpool midweek um so you never know what's going to happen in that game either um so it'll be it'll be interesting to see but i i as some people say, I, I don't think we'll be a uh, pot should be getting sacked after the Middlesbrough game because um, I think we will get through. Um, just I'll, I'll get your opinion quickly on what do you think about some of these fans that just want us to lose games just to get pop sacked? Mm, they can eat shit and die. I, I I'm I'm not a Poch fan. I still want us to win every freaking match we play. Okay, just because I I. I dislike how the the manager the coach of the club is 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 lining up and playing do i still want us to win week in week out and win everything we possibly can absolutely why because i'm a fan of chelsea football club period end of story i'm not oh if this manager is not here we're not going to be any good or if this player or that player no chelsea first and foremost chelsea everything else is secondary so I might not like this coach. I might not see a future at this club for this coach. Do I want us to lose so he will get sacked? Hell no. That's what losers do. Yeah. I mean, is, I, I, is that clear enough? I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I just don't get how um, any fan can who who is genuinely a fan of Chelsea Football Club can come out with their chest and say that they want us to lose. Defeats the whole point of being a football fan. If you want to do that, go support someone else. Um, I don't I don't care what you say. Um, go support someone else. Don't, football's not for you, my friend. Go watch Go watch some other crappy sport. Go watch... Um, darts. Hey, no, 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 don't insult darts. I'm going to even say, go watch golf or something. <laughs> golf. No way it's about a proper sport, but uh, it is what it is. Um, anything else that you wanted to speak about at all? No, I'm good. I, uh, I know the uh, City Newcastle team, uh, uh, Newcastle kicked off, and uh, we're all City right now, right? Because we want City to beat Newcastle, and we want uh, Tottenham, well, we got all Tottenham uh, next week or uh, tomorrow to beat uh, Man United as well, right? No, or is that just me? Oh no, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I think, um, yeah, City to beat Newcastle, Tottenham United. What? I, I don't know. Is Spurs catchable? Like, that's, that's the only question. I fear thirty nine. Mm, probably not. So Spurs, Spurs. Probably, I think best best result would probably be a Spurs win. But if if it's a draw, I'm not going to complain. Um, yeah long as United don't get the result. Um, I think Brighton are not playing until next week. I don't get this whole winter break bollocks of some teams play this week and then some teams don't play the other week. Um, makes no sense, especially with... Um, I, I, I just figured out, I looked at the uh, FA Cup results. You'd think, considering we want, we're one of... Few te- hey, someone's finally woken up from a nap. 
Fuck off! Hold on, give me one second. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Look, you know me. I'm punctual. I apologize. I really do. Well, that punction, punction today was a I question mark. Sleep, asshole. <laughs> I called you twice. I know. <laughs> We're well, wrapping it up. You got any final words? Yeah, hold on one second. Give me one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, boy. Damn it. I'm so sorry. Damn it. <sighs> this, this, is, this is great podcasting, guys. Um, yes. Uh, no, it's not. It's not. But. Oh, no. but anyway, anyway, Carlito, what, what, what did you what did you think of the game? Oh, He's wow. holding on. Gonna hold on forever. We've been holding on for fifty four minutes already. Where? <sighs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, he ain't gonna help you. Okay. Silence is gone. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Hello. Hello. Can you, can you hear me? Yes, you're all good. Right. Fuck. By the way, by the way, fuck both of you. <laughs> but I do apologize. But hey, this is the show you get, man. Um, I, I mean, I mean Carlito, you can rewatch this back eventually and just uh, see whether you want to re- rephrase that again uh, after. <laughs> I, mean, we, 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 I think me and Jesters have taken you quite, e- taken it quite easy on you this time. Um, I mean, before off stage, we were comparing this performance of you right now to Bakayoko of Watford. Oh man! Well, he gave them 25 minutes. I don't know if I give you 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Anyways, now, now you're here. Tell us, tell us, what, 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 what was your thoughts on the game overall? Just win, baby. Just win. Um, I thought Cole Palmer was brilliant. Raheem Sterling, I gotta ask you guys this question, honestly. Is he gonna make it next year? Is he gonna be on this team next year? Who's this? Um, I will answer this if he doesn't. If he doesn't step up completely. He's going to be in Saudi Arabia in the summer. Yeah. I know he won the penalty, but man, that's a lot of money we're paying a guy that's I don't know if he even fits the team. He wants to be a runner, but he stinks in possession, guys. Oh, definitely so. We we did go in on he needs the ball in the box, outside the box, he's useless. He is not good at possession. I mean, I, I can't even believe how bad he is, which is surprising because he came from Pep Guardiola. Possession is all they do, right? And he sucks at it. It is really strange to me that he is this bad at it. I mean, he just he just wants to turn and go, and it's like, man, there's more to the game than that. Um, woof. Um, the other thing I wanted to hit on, and this is something I've been thinking about for a while, Matthew, 
is Nicholas Jackson, when he comes back, I think he's going to be a good wing when he comes back. You say wing or win? Wing. Mm. I don't know. Well, it depends. It depends if an if an option comes in. I've been thinking about it for a while. Been scouting his, I guess, profile of player, as the kids would say on Twitter. Um, he's an interesting player. He's a very, very good dribbler. He's big. I just don't think he's a striker for Chelsea. But I do think he could be a wing for Chelsea. I think that he dribbles really well. In a way that Raheem Sterling does not. Yeah, for me, he's the same profile as Isaac and Rafael Leal. Same profile player. Yeah, they, 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 they have similar characteristics. There's no doubt about it. More like an inside forward. You want to play him in a 4-4-2, right? One holds up the ball, the other one plays him in. Yeah. But I think that, you know, that's that's good to have some vers- participants. Oh, my gosh. I, now I can't, can't even oh, speak. Let, speaking let, me first. Finish, let, me, let me finish your sentence. Versatility. Sure. Versatility. There you go. Thank you you God come I, in and I get I, tongue-tied. What well, is that all about? You. I mean, maybe you're in love with me. Who can, Who knows? Um, you know, there was that there was that offer earlier today. I mean, who knows? <laughs> um, you know, the other thing is that I'm going to ask you guys this question because the, the, there are there are there are links that we are going to offer Napoli 80 plus 15 million pounds for Osherman right now. Any validity to that? I, uh, I haven't seen it from a credible source, so I, I won't. Um, I'm, I'm not buying into it yet. Is that the cynic in you or the cautious Matthew in you? Who knows? Uh, probably, I'm not, I don't think cynic because I think we will sign him. I just don't think it will be this. I think it will be in the summer. Or if I'm going to be uh, a bit more uh, like kind of. I guess not a uh, bit more confident about it. I, I guess it will be an agreement now for the summer. Um, I just don't see us doing it now. Um, why? Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll wait and see. I just, I just think January is a hard time to do a deal that is a cut price. Uh, so I know, I know, I, here, I can understand. Here, no, no. Here's my retort. What if it saves the season, Matthew? What if it saves the season? I'd argue that even Oshman probably doesn't get us top four at the moment. I'm not talking about top four. I'm talking about Europe. I think we'll get Europe without Oshman. I don't think we will. We are literally in Europe now. Well, if Brighton if, if Brighton if Brighton lose by one goal, we are in seventh night right now. We're, we're in we're in contention, and I think should certain players and I know just as won't be happy me here. So some players get back, like Chilwell. Um, now he's back and hopefully playing left back next time. Let me be very clear. Ben Chilwell is so important to this team. That's only once these players get back, I feel like we'll, we'll be better than we are now and we're already near enough there anyway. He's, he, he, played, he played him 
at wing for defensive reasons. Oh, ben no, Chilwell, I, I, I agree. I think it was more match. Um, oh, yeah, no, no, no. He wanted to see out the game. He's like, this is my vice captain. This is one of the best players on the team, which, yeah. by the way, Ben Chilwell I, I, is one of the best players on the team. If just, as I said to Justice, if he start, if he then starts him at left wing next time, then I'm gonna have a hissy fit. About That's it. a problem. By the way, he's not going to. He's gonna play him no, at left I, back. I, 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 I don't think he will, but I'm saying if he does, then I, be, I, be the- I know that you guys probably hash this out. But here's the deal: I would have done the same thing that Pochettino did. Oh, no, I would have I, done I, the exact I, same thing. I, I wasn't actually that angry with it at all. Um, I understood why he did it, um, but I knew it anger everyone else, and it did. Uh, it angered all the, for me, it angered all the right people. <laughs> Guess what, dude? Guess what, dude? It just shows that we need him back. We need him back. We need Ben Chilwell back. He's going to play left back at next game. I wouldn't worry about it. We have a ton of wings. We don't need another wing, but we need a left back, and we need our vice fucking captain back. It, it's so important that he plays because he's really good. And it's more than that. He's an emotional leader. These players look and up to just, him. And then it they, just means Gallagher's not captain. Thank fucking Christ. Because did you guys see him today? He was atrocious. Oh, my God. He was terrible. Ugh. Um, just FYI, I still think we have a outside chance at top four because things like Ederson being forced off Injured just seven minutes in, people will pick up injuries in the second half. Teams that were good in the first Holland half will drop off. Playing. Huh? Holland is not even playing. He's not going to play for I like said, the next couple of weeks. I said Ederson. No, no, I know, but I'm I'm, I'm agreeing with you. What I'm saying is Holland. <laughs> oh, you're Yeah. What, what I'm saying is we don't know what the second half is going to bring. We've already seen Arsenal starting to dip. Because they have a bunch of overrated players on their team, and now they're not having a great career year, so there there they go down the table again. That will continue. Um, do you think Tottenham's going to have what it takes with Timo Werner? I don't know. I, I'm a I'm a Werner fan, but I will say this: Molina's not going to like what I'm going to say, but Bukayo Saka, English player, right wing, Arsenal. He's the most overrated player in the Premier League. In the world, I've I mean, Matt, you're an English guy. That dude is so fucking overrated. It's ridiculous. He has one move. He has one move. There's no creativity to him at all. I don't get uh, this overreaction to this player. He guess what, Carlito? He works hard. Congratulations. So does everybody else. Like, work hard is not a... It's not an attribute to me. I think everybody should work hard, Matt. Don't you think every player should work hard? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying it in terms of the aspect of every English player is rated the same way. Jack Grealish works hard. Jack Grealish is a much better player than Bukayo Saga. So, this, this is our take on the Bakayo Saka, Cole Palmer thing. Palmer's a better player, which means that Gareth Southgate will start Saka and Palmer will not even make the team. Are we seriously debating who's the better player? 
Oh what? no, we know we know Palmer's the better player. What? I'm just saying Southgate will pick Saka over Palmer. Cole Palmer's dangerously close to being the best player in Chelsea. They're better player. Are, are you fucking joking me? Cole Palmer is 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 one of the best players in the Premier League. Like what are you serious? This dude is sick as fuck. I don't care where he plays. ACM, wing, striker, it doesn't matter. Palmer he has balls. You remember this scene, and Jared, you will know this scene. Um, this scene in Glen Gary, Glen Ross, right? Alec Baldwin comes in, and he says it tastes brass balls to sell real estate. And then he puts his literal brass ball nuts on the table. He says, "This is what it tastes to sell real estate." And the excuses, fuck you. That's the excuse. Fuck you. That is Cole Palmer right there, man. He plays like that shit, man. Brass balls right on the table. Fuck you. That's his attitude. I love this thing about Cole Palmer. And he's like, he's, he does interviews like, I'm surprised I'm doing so well. He's lying. I think he knows he was going to do this well. I'm just waiting for Carlito to say the unforgivable words. No, no. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> you're not. You're not going to repeat what you said in your tweet. No. 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 Certain Man City cam. You compare them to. Oh no no no! I will happily say it, but it, within context. Within context. Within context. Okay. <sighs> I think that he could become the Kevin De Bruyne out of this team. <laughs> Oh, Carlito! I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I got just just as said Robin, and I can I, I can understand that, but no, the the reason why is because he's creative. It's I'm not I'm not saying he is going to be Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne is a legend, and and he really he really is. I mean, everybody's got to give him his props. Kevin De Bruyne is like this this uh, he's got nips. He's never in shape. Right, he, he's kind of lazy, and yet whenever he gets the ball, he's unbelievable. Right, that's Kevin De Bruyne. But there are things about Cole Palmer that I see in De Bruyne, even though Kevin De Bruyne is again one of the best players in the history of the Premier League. We're talking about Salah, Thomas Hazard, we're talking about Thierry Henry, Frank Lampard, you know, Wayne Rooney. De Bruyne is like literally right there. And by the way, so is Salah. But no, I, I just see things in Cole Palmer that De Bruyne had maybe even later in his career. Because Cole Palmer's 21. De Bruyne really came on around 24. But there there are things about his game that are the that are similar. He carries the ball the same way. He's got the same yeah. arrogance. Yeah. Couple couple quick things. Uh Apparently, Brentford's playing today. Who are they playing? I don't know. Because Ivan Tony scored. Mm. And uh, Ederson was injured when the player was offside and they cut the flag down. Wait, did you say Tony? Yeah, Ivan Tony. Ain't they playing Newcastle? No, Man City's playing Newcastle. Oh, who are you talking about? Brentford even Brentford's not playing today. 
follow? I don't know. Sky Sports Premier League just put put uh, something up. Brentford ain't playing. I don't know. Jeez. Why would you put Why would you put it out there then? Okay. Hold on a second, Jared. You're, what are you What are you What are you looking at, bro? <laughs> I'm looking at Sky Sports scores right now. It's just hold on, hold on. Man City is playing Newcastle, which is interesting. Um, yeah, I mean that's you know. no. I, I, hold on, let me find a tweet again and I'll send it to you. It's probably just an old clip. Well, why would you put it out three <laughs> minutes ago? Because, because they, they rehash it all the time. Hey, the other thing I want to talk about, because I know you guys already did this, but Matt, I know that this player is not going to be playing left back any longer. And he's been horrible at it. But today, Levi Colwell really played well. Mm. I, I can admit he played be- he's played better than he has, but I wouldn't say he played well. I think he played well. I, by the way, he's never going to play left back again. I think the Chilwell's going to step in, and then we're going to figure out in the summer if we want to sell Cook Ray and buy another left back. Chilwell's going to stay because obviously. By the way, Anthony Robertson, please, yes. It, that is 100% the number one for me. Number one. Anthony Robertson, number one. I got freaking roasted over that. Why? He's awesome. He's a great player. Yeah. He's American, though. Who gives a fuck? It hey, doesn't matter. Some people do. Some people do. It, no, quality is quality. Who cares? Yeah, he he he, he, he is, is. He is so good. For he's me, he's the best left back, back in, in the prim. Yeah, seriously. Up. I mean, he's he's up there, man. He's he's like at least top three or four. Anthony Robinson. By the way, he's tall too. Like someone that Pochettino would want. This guy is really really good. He moves forward. He's got arrogance. He's got a great ball he whips it in like dude that that is a really good player yeah i think so totally with that american by the way he was born in england you dickheads and then he chose america so that's even worse (laughs) he he was born in england like his parents are british yes but that that won't matter to the brits because he just they just see him as a young oh Oh, by the way I, i put the tweet in in the group chat so, so sorry that it confused me, but you can understand why. Yeah. No, Anthony Robinson, who was eh, not great today, but again, William is always going to be a problem against Chelsea. He's always going to be a professional player. I love William, one of my favorite ever players to play for Chelsea. Um, well, Justice, can I just say something? Doesn't, doesn't the empty stadium give it away that it's not now? I don't know. I need to look at the stadium. Matt is is doubling down on this oh my god anyway anyway I've got something a bit more important to talk about and Carlito you're probably the better person to talk about it so it's good you're here Um, you've kind of mentioned it on your tweets it's almost I I, I say it's almost a bit of a jerk off match between these pot shouters to see who can shout the loudest and the the most rudest things about pot you've got um who we got? Who we got? Let me think about. It. You've got you've got uh, Alex Roydberg, um, yeah. who is just going mental, criticising legitimate fitness regimes um, as bullshit um, to want potch out. Um, you've got Eunice talk shite, um, screaming 
at the top of his lungs at himself. Um, you've got Miz, the other side of the coin, who just seems to flip. A, he's flipping that coin every five minutes, of his opinion. Um, and you've just got you've got CFC Dubois, who's just ridiculous, uh, a ridiculous person and a complete amount of troll. Uh, you got uh, you got piece of piss um, putting out rubbish articles um, and rubbish nonsense to try and uh, make it seem as players are out against Pochettino, but don't put the source. Why do you not put the source? Who's your source? Um, they're not. None of the players are out against this manager, by the way. I just want to be very clear about that. Um, no, no. So certain accounts are out against Pochettino. They're out. Right. Well, a couple things. Um, number one, if you're out, don't come back. Um, don't come back because if you say that you want to fire this manager, which Jared has done, Jared has been very clear about that. If you want to fire this fucking manager, okay, okay, that is your prerogative. I understand that, but dude. If you're going to do that, don't come back when we start winning again. This ownership does not want to fire another manager that is beloved in the coaching community. Especially one that I think that they rate higher than Graham Potter. I think that they like this guy, Pochettino. Pochettino's made mistakes. I understand that. I totally understand that. But don't for one second tell me that he's been given a full deck. If you're given a full deck of cards and you're trash, I'll be the first to say you're not worthy of this job. He has not been given a full deck. And because of that, I cannot judge him Harshly or fairly or otherwise. I can't because I don't know what he's really about until he's given a proper team. And people will say that's me saying I'm using excuses. <laughs> no, I'm not. Pochettino had a plan with the players that we bought. By the way, not those are not fantasy players. These are players that we bought. Chris Frank Kunku. Romeo Lavia, Reese James, best right back in the world. Ben Chilwell, one of the best left backs in the Premier League. These are players that Pochettino planned for when he took the job. They haven't been there. So how can you judge him one way or the other when he hasn't had the tools that he needs at his disposal to complete his mission? He just simply hasn't had them. So when he does, I will judge him. Until then, I'm just simply not going to. But that's because I'm also 35 years old, and I'm an adult. There you go, Matt. All right, I am going to wait. I am going to wait until, you know. The thing is that, you know, this fan Olympics that we have going on, right, everybody's trying to compete, <laughs> Uh, to see who is the most angry about what's going on right now, right? And the winner will prove that, in fact, 
they care the most because they're the most angry. Okay? So I'm looking at all these guys, this conglomeration of morons, and they're all trying to compete in an anger off. Who's going to be the most angry about our scenario right now? Oh, I'm the most angry! Fuck you! I'm the most angry! Poach is a cunt! I'm the most angry! It's like... It's ridiculous. So none of you actually no, but none of you actually win anything. And by the way, just because you're the most angry, it doesn't mean you care the most. It doesn't. You're just angry. And oftentimes you're angry for the sake of anger and nothing else. A lot of you wanted us to fucking lose today. You wanted us to lose today. Not only is that anti-sporting behavior, it betrays the club you say you care about. I have no time for you. Well, I want to see this out. I want to see this out. For better or worse, I want to see this out. Give him a full deck of cards. Let him shuffle. Let him work. If he fucks up, he's gone. But if he turns this around, he's here for good. Because I'm tired of the turnover. I'm tired of everybody texting me and saying, oh, you fired another manager. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed. When I respond, I'm like, yeah, it just didn't work out. I'm embarrassed every time we fire a manager. It embarrasses me. Because it just shows that you didn't believe in him to begin with. You weren't willing to stick it out. I want to stick it out with this guy. For better or worse, I want to stick it out. When he gets a full deck, then I'll judge him. Until then, shut the fuck up. That's fair enough. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not potch out at the moment, and I know unless, you're not, Matt. I know unless you're not. he unless he makes some more ridiculous decisions, that won't change anytime soon. Especially since we're sitting in eighth, very close to Europe. Um, Matt, still, Matt, Matt, wait. We have every intention of winning more games, man. Yeah, we and can. As I said, the jesters, we're in this position, and we are going to get better. And I, I still think teams like Manchester United, they've still got a, they've still got ways to dip. Man United have been getting lucky with some of the, most of their results, whereas we've been almost I don't like to use the term unlucky, but we we, we we've we've had performances where we should have and could have won if we took our chances. Um, so there's games that we could could win and should be winning really, um, whereas United should be losing matches and somehow get away with it. But they won't do that. They can't do that the whole season and they will drop. Um, I think you've got teams like Villa, teams like Brighton, teams like, well, not Newcastle anymore, but teams like Villa and Brighton who are in Europe. And when you saw what Brighton were like when they were in Europe and they they will drop points in them, around them times. Newcastle is about to drop, drop points right now. They're losing to Man City. I mean, like, we- <laughs> guys- always, people say people say this is over and it's done. It's not. It's not. This is why it's a nine-month season and not a six-month season, not a four-month season. No, there are 38 games to be played for each team. 38. A lot of points to be accumulated. There are places to be dropped and there are places to be won. This is not over. And I, for one... I'm not giving up. 
I'm just not. Period. Full stop. And I can imagine there are players on this team that aren't either. Enzo Fernandez and Caicedo were great today. They've been killed the entire week. The entire week. They were excellent today. Excellent. Two of the best games they've played for Chelsea. Caicedo's, in particular, probably his best game for Chelsea was today. Even with the stupid fouls that I completely disagree with. But guess what? Conte did those all the time. But those two players had an excellent game today. This is not fucking over, Matt and Jared. This is not over. It's just not. And I refuse to accept anybody that thinks that it is. If you can't handle this, fuck off. Watch something else. Go watch bowling. You bitch. Bowling. So we've had darts and bowling as these two. Fucking darts. Yeah, go watch that 16-year-old that looks like he's 40. Yeah, do that shit. Do something else. Um, Don't watch this. Y'all need to see the Bernardo Silva goal. (coughs) Oh, my gosh. Dude, that should be illegal. <laughs> that should be illegal. And and people and people said Bernardo Silva right very good. He is <laughs> one of the best players in the league. Bernardo Silva's awesome, bro. He's awesome. And, he's, a, and, and no. these are the same people that rate that rate Gallagher as well. That's what things are. Woof, woof. Um, Gerald, yeah. I want to answer this question. Gerald, sure. I want to answer this question. Because you're a smart guy. You're not stupid like the people that are poach out even though you are poach out but you're more reasonable about it um and we talked about this this morning you just don't think he's the guy and you've never thought that he was the guy it's it's not that you don't like him it's just that you've never really been poached in to begin with and that's fair that's fair because we hired this person and you were just like eh from the beginning Right, as opposed to now saying fucking fire him. But well, yeah, is, is, that, is that fair? Is that fair to say? Yeah, I was not. Poch was not my guy. But as we've, what as I stated before, you came on. I'm a fan of Chelsea Football Club, not of a particular manager, not of a particular player. This is the club I support. So even though it wasn't the decision I wanted them to make, they made it. So. I'm going to shut my mouth and get behind him until the point of time to where I see things. And I'm just like, okay, this doesn't, I understand the injuries. And look, if you what when you listen to this back, I give him a pass for some of that stuff. Sure. Okay. I give him a pass, but there's, there's decisions made and I just don't see enough from the, from him getting enough from the talent that's on the field. Even if it's not a full squad there, the talent is there. There, I mean, even the players, every player that we played today has some talent. Even Gallagher has some talent. It's about putting them in the right positions to exploit that talent. And that's that's what I see him lacking. It's okay, we're going to play a 4-2-3-1. We don't have the players to play a 4-2-3-1. We're going to play a 4-2-3-1 anyway. Okay. Some of those things I don't like personally, but you don't see every tweet that I put out Ended with a hashtag potch out, do you? No. No, no. I said I said it, and that's it. I don't need to bring it up every week. It's this because to me it's still he's at Chelsea. 
if I keep running them down, just like any other player, if I keep running them down, does that make me a good fan or a bad fan? And it's not like we can get anybody in at this point that's going to magically turn the, the, the game around. You know, we're, it's just not going to happen now. It's too late. So ride him through the end of the season, and hopefully we can get European football. And we're not that far off, and we're not that far off top four. And if you look at the teams ahead of you, do you really think Aston Villa is going to continue to play this way? They're not going to drop off at all? Do you really think Spurs is not going to have a Spursy, Spursy uh, time at some point this season? Okay. Arsenal has a bunch of frauds on their team that had one good season. They're going to drop as well. So, and look, Man City is now drawing, I think, with, with, with Newcastle. And they've just lost their, their starting keeper. Unless it was chalked off. I don't know. But hey, I... look, it's, it's Murphy's Law. Anything that can happen will happen in at least the most appropriate time. So I'm not giving up. I don't think the season is done. There's trophies it's to not, be won. Jared, there's, it's not. There's, right. There's positions to be made. So let's go do this thing. Uh, the other thing is that Ollie Watkins is up for MVP of the season. Um, I just want to tell you both, I used to do this for a living. College coaches still call me about scouting. When I know, I know. And uh, when I make an assertion about a player, I'm not being a fucking troll. I always mean what I say. Even when I come across as an arrogant prick which I am an arrogant prick. But when I say that Ollie Watkins is good, I fucking mean it. Because he is good. He's one of the reasons that Villa is having this extraordinary season. <laughs> it's not just the goals. It's the way that he plays. He's a bona fide player. Period. Full stop. Wanted to put that in, Matt Ball. Well, I want to put this in. You, you can't go one pod without mentioning Ollie Watkins. I, I, I got to put this in. Uh, Man City are now losing to Newcastle 2-1. to Yeah, one. they're losing 2-1. to one. Oh, this is not what I want, though. 35th Buddy, minute and then the 37th now, minute. Here's the deal with Ollie Watkins. He's always been this good. They're just now winning. I, I always thought he was this good. He's just, they're just now winning. It is what it is, man. But now yeah, we can't, but, we're, we're not going to buy him because he will cost way too much money. So oh. there you go. If, um, if Evan fucking Ferguson's going for 115, God knows what Watkins worth. <laughs> God, he's way better than Ferguson. <laughs> By the way, we're not buying Ferguson. That's that's just Brighton stuff. But that, That's just it's probably coming from Brighton sources. Just of course, of course, the same source that uh, makes this link to every Brighton player, even the player that they just bought left back. They're probably going to link him to us next it's week. It's probably just bright. It's probably just Brighton bubble, just chatting shit. <laughs> I like that guy, by the way. I, I I got I got to know that guy. I like him. Um. So, uh, I, my final thought is this, Matt: Are we going to buy Victor Oshman or not? What's the word, my man? I think we will, but just not in January. Can we sustain? Sustain what? 
some semblance of a season. I With think that. we do. It depends on what you mean by some semblance of a season. Oh, it has to be Europe in some form or fashion. It has to be... Um, I, like Jared said, I mean, top four is not even off the table. But and it, we don't even have to go on some kind of run. We just have to go on a run. I I just wonder if if we did this now, would it really ensure that we would get top five? Well, I'm sure we, we'd get top four if we, get, we signed us in, in, in January. To have somebody to put those balls away, how many chances have we made? We create a lot of chances, man. That that don't go in the back of the net. So yeah, yeah I, I mean, like team. Jared, there are so many critics to say that we don't create chances. It's just simply not true. It's just yeah. simply not true. You no, know, the people that say that just don't like poach and they say, oh, we don't create any chances, dude. We create a lot of chances. Yeah, it's we we should have scored three or four today. All I the agree. chances we create. I agree, but by the way, huge win. I don't know if you guys yeah. have said that. Huge win. We needed this one. Um, no, we create a lot of chances, Jared. But that oh. guy finishes them. That's what we need. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I just don't see him coming in January. But that, that could just be my pessimistic nature <laughs> that you guys love to talk about. It should be your British nature. I mean, at least I'm saying that we're going to get it. I'm not being completely pessimistic. I'm just being slightly I, I love, I love the colour of clouds. It's grey. It's my favourite colour. <laughs> it's the why I'm British. Because I love grey. Grey is the way I wear my tie. It's my <laughs> jacket. <laughs> I want a grey jacket. I want grey pants. You sound like more like Scrooge than British. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing, baby. <coughs> oh, my God. You people love grey. You just, uh, you can't commit to anything. That's the problem. That's your attitude. Is that you Brits, you can't commit to anything emotionally. You just want to be pessimistic because it's fucking easy. Committing to things is hard, Matt. For you to say, oh, I'm just going to be laissez-faire, and I'm just, oh, I don't know, I'm going to be a skeptic, mate. That's easy. You're not committing to anything. <coughs> it's bullshit, man. I, I'll give Americans this much. They commit. Even if they're wrong, they commit. Well, I would like fair, to say I that mean, I, I love I, the British I, I people. We'd have a bad season last season before the season even started, and you could be just negative, but that's committing just in not in a positive way. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> and I would I, really, I would like to say that I love English people, especially the women. Those accents, woo! <laughs> no, um, noted, Jared. Noted. I just had to bring it up. Ugh. Good Lord. Anyway, before we finish, any final thoughts, Carlito? Huge win. Um, this is not over. It's not over. Um, Fulham, last time we played them, I mean, Silva preseason even said they were not ready. And when we played them, I don't even think that they were ready for the season. Uh, I don't know why. 
but he was very well, clear I, about I, I think they were trying to figure out the whole Mitrovic. Yeah. They, he was very clear, though, and very open about the fact that they weren't ready. They have been quite good recently. Uh, that's a good win. Fulham is a good win. Um, and more than anything, we were good defensively. Something we haven't been able to hang our hat on for a while. We were good defensively. Should we have scored more? Yeah, of course. Of course. But we were good defensively. Levi Cole was good defensively. And I think that this is a this is a win that they can take with pride to the training sessions in the next couple of days. They can say, we have something here. We have something here. Because I believe that they do. Now, if it's me, I'm buying Oshman. And I'm buying him right now. Because we can salvage something from this season. Something real. Not something peripheral or tertiary, but something real. If we sign that striker, I believe that we can get top five. Because there's a team in there, guys. There is a team in there. I think today showed that against a tough opponent, that they can hang. Because I know that they can hang. They hung against Man City. They hung against Liverpool. They hung against Arsenal. All those games they should have won. But today, it's a tough team in a weird environment. They showed that they can accumulate points and play good defense. So, sign the fucking player. Fair enough. Jesters, any final thoughts? Yeah. We just need to finish them. We have chances, just like Mortal Kombat. You need to finish them. That's all I got to say. Finish him. That, that's a better one. I'm not going there today. Yeah, I mean, my final thoughts. Um, good win. Um, let's carry this on. Let's beat Middlesbrough. Get the season cup-wise back on track. And big up for Jesters for coming on time. <laughs> I, I deserve that. <laughs> oh you do definitely um guys thank you for ju- tuning in to what has been another wonderful episode an hour and 36 minutes um maybe shouldn't have been so long but we won't go into the well we've already gone into the reasons why that was long probably longer um hey but, hey matt hey matt i was late i was late fuck off matt i was late i apologize god damn it i apologize <laughs> oh we love it we love it um guys make sure you check us out spotify apple podcast it's a rating give us a like download the pod um jesters carlito thank you for eventually coming on (laughs) anytime my brother i'm never gonna live this down this i just gave this asshole this cynical asshole (laughs) i gave him ammo (laughs) fucking hell robbie when's it gonna end (laughs) when's it gonna end robbie um, but big up, big up to everyone that listened. Big up to Carlos. So big up to Jesters. This is this is the Blue Code Project podcast. We're out up the shelves.